0: Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast. I'm Haley Luckadoo, educator, website designer, wedding planner, and big dreamer, who took a hobby business born out of a college dorm room and turned it into a successful multi-business empire. I run on hard work and Dr. Pepper, and if it comes in pink, you better believe I want it. This podcast is for women in almost any industry, who want the resources and inspiration to do what sets their soul on fire. I'll interview women who are exceptional at what they do to bring you the tools and knowledge that you need to succeed and to create the life you dream of. We're back with another episode of Females on Fire, and we have a good one for you today, ladies. I am on with Miss Lauren Daly, and she is the founder of the very popular blog Bohemian by the Bay. And she is a business mentor for women who want to turn their passions into profits, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on with us.
1: Thank you for having me. This is amazing.
0: Yeah, we're very excited. So start off by telling us your whole story. How did you start a blog? How did that turn into coaching and mentoring other women? How did you get where you are and what is your whole story?
1: Oh man, the whole story. All right, let's see. How far do I want to back up with this one? Um, Let's go to after college. I started my first full-time job and I've had many full-time jobs over the years. So Been quite a journey. So, if you're in that position, I feel you. So, I started my blog when I moved out to San Francisco after college about six years ago, six to seven years ago. And it really was a creative outlet, which is why most uh, bloggers start, is because they want a creative outlet. They really want to speak and, and for people to hear their voice and what they have to talk about. So, it started out as a fashion blog, yes super into fashion, still am. Uh, So that was what I was focusing on. And literally every single weekend, night, day, you name it, I was working on the blog. (laughs) It was a process, that's for sure. Um, But one of love. So I did it out of love. Um, My friends used to help me out shooting and all that. Quite a fun time in my life. So in that time, I was working at a financial software firm And I did get my degree in finance, which is totally left field for a creative. Um, So I was working at the finance uh, software company and I was like, this is just, this is just not me. Like I have to start doing what lights my soul on fire. Um, So I moved to LA because I heard that blogging was great here. You know, fashion blogging is LA or New York, they say. So I moved to LA to pursue a um, another career as a social media uh, manager at a wine startup. So that was a little bit more on track with my goals and what I was good at. Um, but I was still doing the blog and I was still trying to get to take it full time and I was still working and really um, doing my best at taking that full time. So I was able to within another probably two years, able to take that full time. And then I was a full-time blogger for a year and a half. And then I realized again that my soul was speaking to me in a way and it wasn't being served in the way that I uh, really wanted to serve other people. So I started to take on one-to-one clients, really help them with their social media. So this was small businesses, anywhere from um, you know my local yoga studio, who I do still do social media work for um, or certain small businesses like that and then I really helped them grow their business on social media and implement all the systems for paid advertising and photography all that good content creation jazz <laughs> and then I I reached the threshold again I was I was just hitting these walls where it was like all right I need to I'm, I'm in the one-to-one hustle there's only so much that I can do I want to impact a greater amount of people so I launched the Lauren daily last year, which is my coaching business. And I do teach people, uh, bloggers, coaches, creative entrepreneurs, um, other conscious creators that really want to turn their passion into a profit, how to do that. So that is the long, long story in a short amount of time. But, um, yeah, now I get to serve. Network marketers, bloggers, coaches who want to create a signature program online and really market that program to turn their passion into a profit. So it's pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I love it. And good for you for just continuing to know what makes you happy and Mm -hmm. follow that even when you're maybe a little unsure of how it's gonna turn out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's definite, definitely follow your your inner calling and your soul's calling, and it will always reward you. Uh, i just constantly pushed the boundaries with that. So it's it's rewarded me, um, but it's, it's definitely hard. It's the less taken path to follow. Yeah,
0: for sure. And I think a lot of people have such a problem with that. It's hard to, you know, step out into something that you're not really sure about. And especially, you know, if you weren't like a corporate job or a nine to five, like it's really hard to leave that stability and security to go do something like really creative and Maybe even a little off the wall, and so good for you for having you know the courage to step yeah. out there and and do it over and over and over again. And it seems like it really has worked out for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's a constant journey. You know, I'm constantly evolving as um, my business is evolving, as my soul is evolving, um, and I try to listen to that inner voice as much as possible. Um, but as you transform that that fear really into faith, the universe seems to reward you in that way because you know, you're stepping out of the normal path that you're supposed to follow and it does reward you when you're, when you're serving other people.
0: Definitely. Ah, I love it. <laughs> well, let's dive right in, but let's start with really how you grew uh, your blog. Cause that was really kind of where you got started. So let's just, you know, what steps did you take to to really grow that, to really gain an audience and to get some traction before you opened the coaching business?
1: Yeah. So when I started blogging again, it was six to seven years ago. So this was really before everyone wanted to be an influencer online. So I was really in it to um, share my passion and really explore the places that I was traveling to and living in and talking about the lifestyle in San Francisco. So I, it was grassroots ground up. I actually, I think I began it in college, at least picked the name in college because I knew I was going to move to San Francisco at that time, which is why it's Bohemian by the Bay. Um, But I haven't changed it. I think it still resonates with with me. So uh, yeah, so I named it in college. And then again, every single hour that I had off from my work, I was working on my blog. So I would get up really early, go to a shoot, go to work, um, write a blog post at night, and then shoot all weekend. So it was really a labor of love. Um, and I just put in that hustle and that grit and that hard work to get it off the ground. Um, and then as you grow and as you start posting consistent content, uh, people will start resonating with your message if you have a specific niche. So you really want to speak to that niche and then um, get your voice out there and be a Sort of a leader in that space and have an opinion to share and value to give, and then people will start following your message. So, I gained a, a following in San Francisco, uh, and then I got invited. I started to get invited to events where I would network and really get to know the blogging community in San Francisco. We'd post about each other, we'd collab, we'd um, host events. So it was a really collaborative environment and. For those of you that may be listening in San Francisco, shout out to the blogging community there. <laughs> <laughs> I love all you guys. missed you guys. Um, so yes, so I really, it was a ground grassroots way to start the blog because it was really, again, an unpaved path at that point. So um, yeah, I did, I started on wordpress.org. Don't want to get too technical, but you can simply buy a template if you're looking to start a blog. You can search on Etsy and buy a template and then just build your own site off of wordpress.org. And and then you can start posting on Instagram and then giving value to your audience. And then people will start to follow you. Um, And then specifically, if you want to grow your Instagram, I know that's a huge hot topic nowadays. It's a lot different than it was back then. I mean, literally, if you posted on Instagram every day, you could get a following. That's the, and you posted relevant hashtags in relevant locations, you could get a following. Now that everyone is trying to become influencers and bloggers, it's a little bit harder, actually, a lot harder with the algorithm to grow. But there are still ways that you can do that. And I think that Instagram is moving towards more of an authentic way to market yourself. So we're moving away from, you know, the follow and follow kind of like poking people to get your name out there. It's really moving back to the creating an authentic and a soulful connection with other creators. So it's going to take time. It's going to take work for you to grow your Instagram nowadays, but specific method that you can use that I teach my students in the Passion of Profit Academy. If you wanna do it manually, then you can search the most relevant hashtags in your niche and then leave a comment on the first 10 posts that are in that, the top posts that are in that hashtag. And then more people will see your page, they'll interact with you. And uh, if you leave an authentic comment and, and really read the post and take the time to do it, then people will connect with you. So it's not so much about the the following Um, it is if you're a blogger but if you're a coach right you really want to get the your ideal client to you so that's one way that you can do that other than that to grow your following it's really um, it's going to take investing in paid ads it's going to take investing in um, an agency possibly so there are specific agencies that i recommend to my students for if they want to grow their Instagram on a massive scale, and these are agencies run by real people who actually, you know, use your account and interact and really put your best foot forward in in your voice.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That was so good. So much, <laughs> so good much info, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. It was perfect. So you know, you got into a little bit of social media there. I know back when you got started with Bohemian by the Bay you know, Instagram probably wasn't really a thing at that point. So other than social media, what sort of, you know, marketing techniques did you use to really get Bohemian by the Bay out there and get people to see it and just connect with them and get them to really start following
1: along? Mm -hmm. So the, one of the main ways that I did it was actually through my email list. So it social media is obviously the main way that you can get yourself out there, uh, but using your email list is a really, really great way to connect with your people. So on social media, something important to note is that you don't actually own the platforms. So something could happen to them, and like not to instill fear in anyone, but something could happen to them, and you don't know. Like what if your account gets shut down, and that's your livelihood? So we want to make sure that you're. Um, diversified and you own your certain platforms, right? So you own your email list, you own your blog. And we really want to focus on growing that as well. And you can speak directly to someone that way. So email is definitely not dead. (laughs) That's so true. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm constantly talking about email lists and telling my clients, like, you've got to get one, you've got to start it. Even if you don't think you have anything to say, you got to have it. I know. So definitely good advice. Very good advice. So how did you ultimately decide to monetize it? Because I know bloggers, uh, there's just so many different varieties of ways that you can actually turn a profit on a blog. So what did you ultimately decide to do with Bohemian by the Bay that, you know, how did you capitalize on that popularity?
1: Right. So brands, once you gain a following, brands will start reaching out to you. So, and influencer agencies will start reaching out to you. So brands specifically, if they have a social media manager or someone that runs the brand, then they will reach out to you and then you can position yourself as a leader in your field and really charge for your posts once you start. I mean, you could charge when you have, you know, that it depends on engagement, but like 5,000 Followers up, even less than that. You can definitely start charging for your content and for your posts because you have a lot of value to offer, and brands see that. And influencer marketing is definitely the way that brands are going. So you can definitely charge if you position yourself in that way and not just get free product. So um, various influencer agencies were the main way that I got my income. Uh, solely from blogging. So from sponsored posts and posting about brands and putting my best foot forward for them and positioning myself as a leader. Uh, If you are a blogger, you definitely want to have a media kit and charge the right amount for your content and your posts, because it does take a lot of time to create that. And you have to hold yourself... Highly, and that's that's the standard nowadays. People are charging for this um, because you are a creative, and you have gotta hold yourself high and, and know your worth.
0: Definitely. So let's dive in a little bit more to actually turning a passion into a profit. So I know you have a mentorship program called Passions to Profit, mm-hmm. where you coach other women on you know what this process looks like and how to really actually you know take what you love and really make money off of it. So I know that in that mentorship, you have sort of a six step method. Mm-hmm. So Can you just dive in a little bit, you know, just starting with step one, what are the steps that people really have to take to take something they love and really capitalize on it, learn to make money off of it. You know, where does that start and what are each of those steps and, and can you just dive into a little more on each of those?
1: Sure. Yeah. So a distinction I want to make before I dive into the steps is actually that There was So the reason I started this coaching program was there was, again, sort of discord between just doing sponsored posts for a living because oftentimes you'll find that it's just not enough. It's not enough to, um, unless you have, you know, around 60,000 followers like I do or, you know, 100,000 followers, it's often not enough to take it full time. And my students really want to become leaders in their field and share their gifts with the world. So we need to create something else besides your blog. So I teach my students how to make the blog, but I also teach them how to make a signature offer to sell to um, their uh, potential clients based on their niche. So that's a quick distinction I want to make. Um, so it's not just getting sponsored posts and all of that goodness. It's actually sharing and um, you know, sharing your gifts with the world. So yeah, the way that you do that. Is through these six steps. So the first one is branding basics. So the your brand is the first thing that potential clients see online. So you really want to make it uh, you. You want to know exactly who you're speaking to and how to position yourself in front of them, your potential clients, in a way that's magnetizing. So you really want to leverage your brand visuals and position yourself as a leader in that field. So branding is the first thing that I get into. And then the next module, the next step is income strategies and offers. So this is how you create an income strategy from your blog. So you really use your blog to talk about your specific niche and position yourself in a way that's magnetizing and as an authority in your niche. So you want to express yourself authentically via your blog. Um, So I teach you how to do an SEO strategy on your blog, how to create an aligned offer and price yourself according to your worth. So you're going to be learning how to make passive income off of your blog, potentially sponsored posts, but also you're going to have that signature offer, which is your main source of income. And that's, what's going to really take, take you off, right? It's going to, uh, it's going to provide you with enough money and more to really dive into helping people online. The next step is number three, sales. So I teach our students how to create that high ticket signature offer, which means that it's over $1,000. So if you have something that's over that much money, you're gonna have to take your clients through a a really specific process um, and get them on a sales call because you're not going to want to just put the price of your high ticket program online and expect to sell it. So we really need to get them on the phone and see if you can best, um, if it's a good fit for both of you guys and really um, sell them in that way. So that's one way without being so salesy online, I really try to teach my students to move away from being the salesy type, um, you know, asking for, second based on the first date type thing. You know, we really need to get to know them first and then bring them into uh, a call. That is number three. Um, Number four is content. So this is where my zone of genius, I like to call it, is being a blogger for six years has taught me a thing or two about content. So we really want to, yes, create beautiful photos, but also mix those with more personal posts and dive deep into the behind the scenes so that you can attract and monetize your ideal clients and followers. They know who you are. They know, like, and trust you right away uh, and then create content that converts. So not only the, the pictures, how to edit photos and all of that, but also how to write the content and the captions that are going to provide that value to get your followers and your clients. And number five is marketing. So this is the meat of the program. Um, Really anyone can teach you how to create, you know, a beautiful brand and all of that. But this marketing is where is where people get tripped up. So I knew before I hired my coach that I was like, how the heck do I create a funnel? Like, what is a funnel what is a lead magnet? What are these weird terms? I have no idea how to implement this in a way that's sustainable. Like, I'm going crazy here with all of this information overload online. So I really teach my students how to create a lead magnet. So um, what that is is just a PDF or a webinar or um, some sort of value that you're adding and then you uh, lead your clients from paid ads to that lead magnet to an email sequence. And that's gonna be what's propelling your business without you having to do it one on one. So that's how you're gonna get consistent followers and consistent leads into your business, is having that system running for you. Um, and then again, it's marketing through your blog. So we want to really create content that resonates with your ideal client and shows the real you. Um, and then you know, potentially down the line, I do teach my students if they want to have sponsored posts. But again, that's not the sole means of your income. So number six is implementation. So knowing when you need help, right? So knowing when you need to hire someone for help, because Lord knows we can't do this. We can't do this alone. And that was one of the biggest things that I've learned in hiring my first assistant. It's like, I need help, right? I need help. And I knew that I needed help to get this done. Uh, so I hired a coach too previously. And it's just knowing when you need help, knowing that you're not alone in this and knowing that you can invest in yourself and investment in yourself is the probably safest investment that you can make. So those are the six steps.
0: It's so good though, so good. And I, I love how you just broke that down and kind of made it so simple. Uh, and I, I really really love step six. Cause I think that's where people mm-hmm. kind of fall off. I think they kind of come up with their idea and they put it into place and they start marketing and then they're trying to do anything and everything and run all the social media platforms and run mm-hmm. the business and, you know, do the finances and all this stuff and nobody's willing to ask for help. So I love that you, you know, added that step in and made it, you know, an actual part of your mentorship and a part of the learning process. So that's awesome.
1: Right. Yeah. It's definitely one of the biggest. I mean, and and it's one of the hardest too. It's like, how do I even go about this? You know, how how does this even work? You're shifting into this leadership role where you're no longer under someone. Someone's not teaching you how to do that. Exactly. You're teaching people how to do that and you are teaching, you know, it's a it's a shift of the roles here. So you really have to step into your own, you know, and that's why I'm probably the biggest part of my program is, yes, I teach business, but it's mindset. It's, it's mindset. So I teach my students how to overcome their limiting beliefs um, and certain fears that could be holding them back from really taking the leadership role that they are meant to be in, in this life and uncovering their purpose and, and why they're here to help serve people. Um, so I'm really big on meditation um, and mindfulness, gratitude practices, and you know, it's speaking from that heart center that's going to magnetize your ideal client and bring them to you. And really, if you can speak from your heart, then that's how people are going to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Definitely, so that's kind of the biggest thing. Actually, I left that out, but that's the biggest thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree, and I love that. Um, so, one thing I just kind of wanted to just head back to you and clarify on. Um, so, I know you teach a lot about you know creating an offer and creating a signature offer. Mm-hmm. What exactly does that mean necessarily? Like how do, you know, let's say you've got a blogger for example and they've got their blog, they love running their blog, but it's not enough like you said earlier, what if they don't know what to create? How do you recommend, you know, doing the soul searching to mm-hmm. figure out what the passion is that they need to turn into a profit?
1: Yeah, I love that you asked that question because a lot of people come to me and they're like I you know, I really want to help people. I just don't know what I'm good at. Right. And what I recommend is this awesome book called the gene keys, which really goes into, um, oh man, it goes into your human design, your astrology, the I Ching scientific research. And it really pinpoints your core talents and the certain shadows that you have to overcome to step into your gift frequency. Um, so it's really meant to be a, a template for your life exploration, but I only teach the core talent aspect on that um, just so that people can know what they're good at and what they need to overcome in order to step into their core talent. So to give you an example of this, my core talent is intimacy. So intimacy, uh, I'm really good at at bringing people out of their shell and, and leading from the heart, and how to speak from the heart. And that is my specific core talent on this Gene Keys framework. Um, so that's one thing that I lead them through. Other than that, I really teach them how to look inside themselves. So, honestly, to just sit with themselves, be with themselves in meditation, and then meditate on every certain energy center and see where you're blockages are so that you can really step into and and see what your heart wants to do Um, and then also beyond that I ask my students where did you serve people in your life how have you provided value to them inherently and with me I'm even thinking about doing something with relationships down the line because with me it's people are coming to me asking about their relationships and asking about how they can overcome certain things in their relationships and become more intimate in that way. So it's, it's, it's about discovering yourself and it's a life long journey. Um, My program's going to evolve as, as I evolve. So it's about asking yourself these questions and really doing the, the deep inner work. So my students, I only take on clients that are willing to do this work because that's, what's going to propel you forward is, is your life's purpose. And that's a huge part. I added a bonus module where you can discover your gene keys. Um, But that's been super helpful in propelling and helping my students find out what they're meant to do.
0: That's so cool. I love it. Well, and I love the idea of just reflecting on how you've served other people. because sure. I think that's the base for any good business model, any good idea, anything you want to do, yeah. I think just really reflecting on the audience that you already have, the people that you've already made contact with in your life and really figuring out what have I already done to serve those people? How am I showing up for those people even now? And how have I been showing up for them all along? And how can I pull an idea out of that, that I think I can, you know, evolve into something?
1: 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, those are your inherent gifts. Those are what you're good at is what you're already doing. So just take the time to look at what you're already doing and how you're helping people.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's so good. What's your advice to maybe our listeners who they've got that idea that they love, but they're just a little hesitant to dive in and get started. Do you have any you know, mm-hmm. words of wisdom for them?
1: Yes. Yeah. So Trent, this is one of the hardest things to do probably in your life is to take these chances. And one of the things that I've learned is that you will be held, right? You are going to be, if you take that leap, that courageous leap, the universe will be like, okay, I see her, like, I am going to back her up in what she's doing or he, right? So you're going to be seen as courageous in the whole. So I just encourage you to take the leap and then you're going to find your wings on the way down. And it's probably the hardest thing to do, but once you do it, you're going to feel free. And if you don't do it, that's when things start happening. You know, that's when things don't, don't go your way. You know, the universe is trying to throw you little stones and lead you down your life path. And if you don't listen to that, they're going to hit you with a large stone. (laughs) Does that make sense?
0: (laughs) It does. It does. That's so good. It was a great (laughs) little analogy. I like it. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's the hardest part. It's just the first step. Of pretty much anything, Mm -hmm. anything you do in your life, the first step is always going to be the most difficult. And I think after that, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say it's easy going because you still have to put in the work, but I I think definitely just the fear of getting started Mm -hmm. is what really sets everybody back.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, I was contemplating for two years, like I got another full time job because I was like, can I do this? Can I take my blog full time? Exactly. And once you do, you'll just, you'll know, you'll know if it's right. And you'll, if you keep following that guidance of yourself, then you'll be rewarded. So it's really transforming that fear into faith. You have to have faith in yourself that you can do it. So good. Mm-hmm. So good.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. This, ugh, this was so good. I love how, you know, this conversation just sort of yeah. on its own and it was so much good information and so much good advice for people who are trying to get started or maybe even, you know, they've got something, but they're trying to get started with new. I, Gosh, I just love thanks. it. It was gold. Cool. So at the end of every episode, we do just a quick little like lightning round and it's fun questions. They're super easy, but are you ready?
1: Yes, I am ready. Let's do this thing.
0: <laughs> All right. So first question, what is the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning?
1: Meditate. So
0: easy. Ooh, good one. Uh, what is the last book that you read?
1: A Return to Love by Marion Williamson. Ooh. So that book is, yes, get on it, get on it and read it, and you will love That's it. That's awesome. Yes. What is one item or product
0: that you recommend to everybody?
1: Um, let's see. So I recommend, so I struggled with hormonal acne my whole entire life. So I recommend uh, clay mask. So there's an Aztec clay mask that you can use that has really helped for clarifying my skin. Oh, that's awesome. I love it.
0: And last question, what is your favorite quote or the best piece of advice that you have ever been given?
1: So my mom always used to say everything happens for a reason. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So if something is calling you, just do it.
0: I love it. Ah, oh, mamas know all the things. That's so good. And I love it. You just tied that back into what we were just talking <laughs> right? about. That's so good. So good. So tell everybody where they can find you. What's your social media? You know, what's your blog and your website? Give them all the places.
1: Awesome. So my blog is bohemianbythebay.com. So that has everything from lifestyle, entrepreneurship, travel, fashion, all of the good stuff on there. And then my coaching website is thelaurendaily.com. And that's actually D-A-I-L-E-Y. Most people spell it as just daily without the E. So, <laughs> and that's also my Instagram is at the Lauren Daily.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time today and just sharing your wisdom and your journey and just providing our listeners with just a little more insight on really how to take the next step in Mm -hmm. making money off the things that they love.
1: Yeah. So great to talk to you.
0: That's it for this time, ladies. But if you have just a minute, it would make my day if you would write a review and share how much you love this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the best of the best. If you're not already subscribed to the newsletter, or following along on Instagram, you can find me at Haley Luckadoo on all social media and at HaleyLuckadoo.net for this episode's show notes, the blog, the shop, and pretty much all the good stuff. I'll be bringing you a new episode very soon, but until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.